0: You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes, from my website, or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and embodied astrology basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Pisces. Well, welcome into Aquarius season. So Aquarius season, of course, comes after Capricorn season. And if you've been following your astrology, you know that Capricorn season was a doozy. Um, there has been so much change uh, happening over the last couple of months and Aquarius season is bringing more change. And really the name of the game for 2020 is change. We are going through such a profound transformation here on earth and certainly within all of our individual lives. So by the end of Capricorn season, um, as we kind of lead up into Aquarius season, there it looks to me like there um, is some kind of clarification. For you. And this clarification has to do with your intention, with your energy, and how you want to be um, aiming yourself towards your future. What it is that you're positioning yourself for, what your priorities are, how you want to be involved in the world, and who you want to be involved with. Um, there may have been important recognitions that you've had in terms of friends or friend groups and uh, social circumstances, and again, who you want to be involved with or what kinds of energy you want to be around. There may have also been really important clarifications in regards to future plans um, that you're working with and ideas of. you know, what you're here to do in the world, what this um, lifetime is about. And as we enter into Aquarius season, we enter into a period of time for you that is very, um, Uh, kind of circumspect. You're you're pretty internal this season, and the season is asking you to be internal. And if you're a Pisces sun, then you are definitely moving towards your birthday um, time of year. And as we move um, through the the end of the previous year, as you move into your solar return, there could be a lot of um, reflection on what has this year been about for you, and what is next year going to be about? Aquarius season is asking you to to really go inward and to get in touch with your intuition to um, feel into your dream space and you might not have a whole lot of clarity this month or it could seem like you're in a in a space of kind of feeling things out and uncertainty about which direction to go. Now, after last month or Capricorn season's more decisive qualities and this feeling of reckoning that a lot of us went through and that I think uh, you've gone through again and some of Of these larger world issues, Aquarius season could bring up some anxiety for you. And if it feels like you're very clear about the direction that you want to go, Aquarius season could be a time when you're not entirely sure what steps need to be taken next. And I really want to encourage you to relax, um, to give yourself this period of time, which you don't know, or where you might be attuning to some more subtle knowing within yourself and to trust that process. Now, there are a couple of of reasons why I'm saying this, and one is just where the the sun is during Aquarius season, and it's illuminating a part of your chart that has so much to do with the unknown, but the other reason is that Mercury retrograde um, takes up a a huge portion of Aquarius season, and the bulk of Mercury's retrograde um, this month or this season will be spent in Pisces. Mercury enters its retrograde shadow on February 3rd, and the shadow is the period of time that both precedes and follows the retrograde and kind of um, introduces and also then uh, integrates a lot of the themes of the retrograde. So again, the shadow period will start on February 3rd. It will end on March 30th, and the actual retrograde period will be from March 5th through March 16th. Mercury is retrograde from 12 degrees of Pisces to 28 degrees of Aquarius, so you want to check your natal chart and notice if you have planets or points uh, between 28 Aquarius and 12 Pisces, if you do, this retrograde is going to be particularly important for you. Now when Mercury is retrograde, um, we have all of the kind of classic precautions like this is not a great time to sign contracts, to make large important purchases, Um, miscommunications tend to heighten around Mercury retrograde, Um, things can go haywire with our technology, Mercury rules communications, it rules the mind and it also rules electronics and so when it is retrograde, sometimes there are things that that go wrong in those areas. Now, when Mercury is in Pisces, we have the the, uh, planet of communication, the planet of mind in a sign that is very dispersed, that's dreamy, that's subtle, that's um, intuitive and that's creative, but is not necessarily logical or simple or straightforward. And I'm guessing you know that through your Piscean identity, you know that your sign is one that is not simple. There's a lot going on. There are a lot of things to consider. There are a lot of sensations. There are a lot of emotions. There are a lot of influences and you're very sensitive and permeable to your environment, what's around you. When Mercury is retrograde in your sign, it suggests that you're working through some pretty fundamental ideas of your identity and that it's important for you to, again, to take time to be internal with it. You're mulling things over during this period. You um, need to give yourself the time and the space to not know who you are for a while and to rest into um emptiness, to rest into suggestion, and definitely to feel into your intuition. Now, intuition doesn't always um, come out of the blue like a lightning bolt. Sometimes it's very subtle and sensory, and a lot of times we don't fully trust our intuition. So it would be so great if you could devote yourself um, even to five minutes a day of meditation while Mercury is retrograde and in fact the entire duration of its shadow, February 3rd through March 30th, especially since this Mercury retrograde um, is affecting you so strongly being in your sign. If you can give yourself just a daily practice of checking in with yourself, of clearing your mind of clutter and um, all the stray thoughts and the mini to-do list, but just checking in, noticing your breath, trying to get really still, that practice would have enormous benefit for you um, right now. So please consider it. Please give yourself some time. On February 7th, Venus will move into Aries. Um, It will transit Aries between February 7th and March 16th. Venus, wherever it travels, brings love and abundance and magnetism. And lucky for you, Venus is moving through the part of your chart that signifies values, worth, wealth, and money. So Venus traveling through Aries from February 17th through March 16th is a wonderful time for you to attract what you want to bring into your life, to notice what it is that you value, what it is that you love, how you exude and emit into the world when you are filling yourself with love and with what you value. So if you value time outside, if you're giving yourself plenty of time outside, then you're probably a joyful, vibrant person. And people respond to joyful, vibrant people. They tend to like them and want to give them things and show up for them. And so the more that you can get into your joy, the more you attract what you want in your life. Use Venus's transit through Aries to really um, center in on what's important to you. And as you center into those priorities, you invite them to come more deeply into your life. February 16th through March 31st, Mars will transit the sign Capricorn. Wherever Mars is, it brings energy, it brings force, it brings passion, and it can also bring our aggressive confrontational natures. For you, Capricorn rules the part of your chart that has a lot to do with your mind and with communication. So Mars moving through Capricorn um, gives you a lot of mental energy. It boosts your capacity to get things done when you focus your mind on them so this is a great time for you to be working with any uh, ways that you're trying to learn something it's a really great time for you to be making plans and formulating your ideas now since um, Mars' transit through Capricorn pretty much takes up um, a big chunk of Mercury's retrograde you remember the shadow Doesn't complete until March 30th, and Mars is in Capricorn only until March 31st. What I'd like to say is that this period of time, though normally it would um, be great for making plans, this is a time when you want to be researching plans. So, using your minds to think forward, but also using your minds to think in the hypothetical. So, maybe not the best time to be making clear, definitive plans, but an excellent time to be thinking about what you could possibly want to be doing and how it could all possibly be working there are a couple of important lunations this month on january 24th we'll have the new moon in aquarius Um, the new moon is at four degrees of aquarius so please check your natal chart and if you have planets or points around four degrees of aquarius then this new moon is extra special for you the new moon is bringing a lot of change energy with it. As I said, change is the name of the game for 2020. And this particular new moon might be preceded by a couple of days of intensity and frustration. The new moon has a kind of breakthrough feeling with it, but that breakthrough happens um, just after the new moon, just kind of as it's starting to separate. So the 22nd, the 23rd, the 24th, if you feel like you're getting really compressed and really squeezed, uh, don't worry, notice how your energy might shift as we move into the 25th and the 26th. The new moon is a great time to start to think about your intentions and your desires for this next phase or cycle of your life. If you're working new moon to new moon, then you can set your intentions for the next month. If you're working from one new moon in Aquarius until next year's new moon in Aquarius, then set your intentions for the next 12 months. Things to set your intentions for right now really have to do with your relationship to the collective and to the broader world. There are so many people on the planet, we are all going through this weird time together, this time where there's a lot of environmental change, there's economic uncertainty, there are wars, there are conflicts, there are countries dividing from one another, and our personal lives and our relationships are um, definitely metabolizing a lot of these experiences in the outer world, of course. So how do you want to be participating with this larger collective unfolding? As you consider the themes of the new moon, please consider your place in the collective and how you are influenced by the collective experience and also how you can be a little microcosm of influence, how you can be a pivot point influencing the people around you and then their relationships and then their relationships, etc., So you might do a meditation around the new moon and imagine yourself like a pebble being dropped into a lake, your influence rippling out into the broader spheres around you. What kind of eminence do you want in this world? What is it that you want to exude? What is it that you want to promote? How do you want to embody yourself um, in such a way that your relationships are affected, that the people in the world around you are changed because of you? Think about some of these themes at the new moon. Now, a couple of weeks later, on February 8th and 9th, we have the full moon. And of course, the full moon is an opposition. The moon will be at 20 degrees of Leo, and the sun will be at 20 degrees of Aquarius. So check your natal chart, planets or points around 20, Leo or Aquarius, are especially um, important for this full moon. Now, the full moon continues this theme of what is it that you're offering in the world, but now it brings it into the practical. It asks you to really think about tangibly what are you offering and what do you want to be offering? What kinds of service or services do you want to provide in the world? And by service or services, I don't necessarily mean your billable hours, uh, although I could, but I, I really mean how do you serve? What is it that you're bringing forward? What is it that you uniquely are perfectly suited to do and that you uniquely really desire to do? Because I guarantee you, they are one and the same. Where you really feel your enthusiasm and your excitement to express in your life, that is the place where you have something special to give. And around this full moon, you really want to be thinking about how can you give it? How can you manifest this in the world? Make sure to check in with me um, on Instagram at Embodied Astrology or check your inboxes if you're signed up for my newsletter and you will get lunar attunements, different practices or meditations, ways that you might connect um, more intentionally with this new moon and this full moon energy. All right, Pisces, I am wishing you all the best in Aquarius season. We are leading up into your birthday season. If you're Pisces sun, this is a really important time of year. It's a closing time of year. It's a very deeply internal time of year. Please give yourself that time and space. Much love and bye for now.